I swam away a bit, but then I quickly came back and held on to my dad's hand. Yeah. <laughs> but then after a while, I looked up and it wasn't my father. Oh. It was a huge Punjabi fella. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So holiday time is on the way, but I'm already in couch potato mode, oh, Netflix and chill mode as much as possible. I was watching this movie called The Marriage App. Ma- oh, doing research, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I really like watching shows about people's marital issues, drama. Oh, then, no, you should watch this uh, show on Netflix, Marriage Story. It's very, very good. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, superb okay. acting. Okay, let me check it out. Yeah, the divorce. Yeah, the one. I mean, what happy ending shows. So, this movie is about this couple who is going through like a rough patch, okay. right? They find this app where they get points for doing nice things for each other, like hmm. making breakfast in bed, taking out the trash, complimenting each other, saying, I love you. But but they get the points for what? Is for for bragging rights only? Or because it's not, that's not um. going to help a marriage, right? It's going to make it worse. <laughs> yeah, no, no. They get they get prizes. Oh. So they can, you know, redeem. So after they sign up for this marriage reward program, right? Um, the husband goes on the website and he wants to redeem points and you can do it to go to trips or for dinners and stuff like that. And he wants to redeem points for Cancun Oh For like a second honeymoon With a wife lah No He wants to go with his friends <laughs> Yeah And he's to go for this Cooking competition Or whatever What? But he doesn't tell the wife Obviously mm. And when the wife finds out She gets really angry Because You know She doesn't think he's sincere anymore And she makes it a competition Between them right. So like Who reaches a thousand points Gets to go on their holiday <laughs> So it's Funny, but it's also super sinister because yeah, yeah. they're trying to outdo each other. You know, like I'll take out the trash. No, I'll take out the trash. No, I will. No, I insist. They challenge on who can be nicer to the other person, ah. Yeah, but actually, correct. it's for a selfish reason, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, and and this show is set in England. Ah, uh, in Spain is a Spanish show. Oh, culture. Yeah. <laughs> Foreign film connoisseur, gitu. <laughs> but I watched it dubbed, lah. It was really weird, you know, because they even dubbed the kissing. Huh? So it was like meh, meh, meh. No, so it's not weird. It's important because different cultures uh, kiss differently. One, yeah, because in Malaysia it's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Fly FM. So the holidays are coming, Yay. and we're giving you mini reviews of stuff on Netflix that you can watch as well. Mm. Like for me, it's this movie called Marriage App. It's like a foreign film. What are you watching, Douglas? Also a foreign film, The Ooh. Crown, oh. season five. Wow. Foreign, not English. I finished watching already. You, you watch a lot of TV, yeah. <laughs> No, no. Okay, but good, good. What do you think of the new cast of The Crown Season 5? Because it's a completely new set of actors yeah. from Season 4, right? There's a new queen. We've got a new Prince Philip, la, new Princess Diana. Yeah. I don't like that they use new people oh. almost every season. I don't uh. like that because you get so attached to the characters, right? Yeah, correct, correct. But uh, I thought Diana uh, Season 5 was very similar to the real oh. Princess Diana. Yeah, because her nuances, you know, how she looks down, um, how she kind of hunches over a little because bit. Because she's very tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, she's super tall. She stands next to the queen, uh, it's like spaghetti and meatball. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <So bad. laughs> no, I, I like the new Prince Philip also because I'm a big Jonathan Price fan. Uh, yeah. The new Prince Charles, however, eh, not so much. Lah. Yeah, I thought he was very good. No, no, he's, he's very good, but his ears not wide enough. Because, <laughs> you know, Charles Pinier ears is like so big if he walks through the smart tunnel, he'll get stuck on. <laughs> Mean, like, yeah. Also, I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the new queen, but I have to say that it's not her fault. It's because the actress also acted in Harry Potter as the Dolores Umbridge. Oh, yeah. The and ministry lady that nobody likes. Yeah, right. the Miss Fussy Pants. Yeah. So, I think that has influenced me sedikit sebanyak. But oh. 
something funny happened the other day when I was watching. You know, you know, uh, Netflix they have these those uh, descriptive subtitles, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those who can't hear so well, so usually the things like inaudible dialogue, they write inaudible dialogue, or they will write like a uh, dog barking in distance, right? Yeah. But there was this part in episode one mm-hmm. where I, it was a queen and a husband. They were on the way to board their royal yacht, whatever, and there was no dialogue. Just yeah. the car going on the countryside with like background music, and the subtitles read frivolous classical music. <laughs> I was, excuse me, <laughs> why? So if I was the composer, I'd be very upset, man. So judgy and dismissive. <laughs> Can you imagine if the, the uh, subtitles at Parliament session saying childish yelling and screaming like monkey? <laughs> <You're> angry, you <laughs> know? Fly FM. So did you know that our prime minister has a Japanese relative? Oh. Is it Doraemon? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ultraman. <laughs> no, the Prime Minister's daughter, Nuro Ilham, she posted a photo of her Japanese father-in-law eating durian. Ooh. Yeah, so her husband, uh, Mitsuru Watanabe, or better known as Nabe, is half Pakistani and half Japanese. Half Pakistani? Whoa. Yeah. Hey, but actually, your family also is quite mixed up one, right? Because, I mean, your, your yeah. father, Indian, your mother, Chinese, so you are Chindian. Then you say you got German right, involved also? Yeah, German brother-in-law. Ah. Yeah. The brother-in-law is a Jamaican mix, Jama- <laughs> but wow. he's English. Yeah, so there's a lot. Um, I have half Japanese nieces and nephews. How? Because my cousin from my Indian side mm. of the family, she married a Japanese guy. Oh yo. Yeah, because she she taught English in Japan, so she met him. I think he was one of her students. Student right? <laughs> 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 really? <laughs> um, yeah, they got married, had three kids, and all three of these kids are like. So cute. They have the chubby pink Japanese cheeks. You oh, know they have small eyes, the Indian nose, and then they have tan brown skin. And they're going to be so gorgeous when they grow up. Okay, actually, uh, this is something I've always wanted to ask. You know, why do we automatically assume that a mixed race baby is going to grow up very good looking, right? <laughs> because I am pure Chinese, but still so handsome. No, but do you have a theory about this or not? Well, I think it's. Because we're better than everyone else. Hey, properly <laughs> lah. No lah. I I don't know. I think it's just a combination of features on our faces that make us very interesting to look at. Because people are not used. To oh, so the at combination, our combination is it's like a weird, not weird lah. It's special lah. It's yeah. It's very unique. I would mm. say lah. No, I think it's also nice to have a family with different cultures and nationalities, especially uh, if you are the prime minister. Because yeah. okay, now right, one daughter married uh, half Pakistani, half Japanese, correct? Yeah. Now I know his eldest married a uh, Chinese Malaysian. Oh, so hopefully the other children uh, will marry maybe uh, half Indian, half British, <laughs> half this, half that. So eventually uh, the whole house will be like United Nations. <laughs> then he can rule the world. <laughs> Fly FM. All right. So we were talking about this Japanese man who was seen enjoying his durian. Hmm. Turns out he's related to the prime minister by marriage. My sister-in-law's partner is English. Mm-hmm. Ah, his name is Paul, and he cannot handle durian. Like the smell is it? The everything. <laughs> <laughs> My, my sister-in-law though Is a big durian fan So uh, she tried to train him In London to like durians Why? Why is she training him If he already doesn't like it? Be- because woman lah <laughs> I, I don't know I, I guess so They can enjoy together Or something like that but, but not easy to get durians In London right? I imagine uh, No no So they started with Durian ice cream Ah, oh. uh, not the real thing yet because Paul really likes ice cream, so we take baby steps, now, right? Right. Uh, there was this Malaysian cafe in London closed down, lah, but due to uh, <laughs> hygiene reasons. Oh no, <laughs> such a so Malaysian, Malaysian reason. Yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, at that time, uh, they had this durian ice cream promotion. Uh-huh. So they ordered it. <laughs> I, I was told, uh, Paul took one whiff of it uh, and ran out of the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic, uh, man. Yeah. So then, <laughs> when he came to Malaysia, we tried again lah, you know, to get him to like durian. Oh, so uh, there was this cake shop in uh, Bangsa Shopping Centre at that time uh-huh. called Just Heavenly. Oh. And uh, they had this super creamy and rich durian chocolate cake. It's ganache, is it? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. It, it looks 100% like a moist chocolate cake one, no? But then, there's creamy durian paste inside. Oh. Uh, but one almond on the top, not sure what that's for. Um, so, we, we bought it for Paul and we told him it was just chocolate cake. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'd like some chocolate cake. And he yeah. took a giant scoop and shoved it in his mouth and he, he spat it out. <laughs> I think he was almost crying you know? He was like I can't believe you did this I can't believe you did they, they nearly broke up I think So uh, yeah. So next year When he comes to visit We're going to try again uh. <laughs> Yeah try putting it In his fish and chips <laughs> Fly FM So here's a story Argentina football fans Celebrated outside A random old lady's house <laughs> Thinking it was Lionel Messi's grandmother Same lah When BTS uh, released Permission to dance right The fans all celebrated Outside my house So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they thought you were Jungkook's grandpa Wow <laughs> <laughs> So the fans um, They gathered outside This old lady's house In Argentina right They were waving The Argentina flag Singing the football mm. anthem To celebrate the win And then they found out Hey She's not Messi's grandma <laughs> Yeah. What did they think it was in the first place? I don't know lah. But the old lady did say that she was grateful for the attention. Lucky it wasn't my grandma, no. Because if my grandma means a kind scolding all these fans, <laughs> she'll open the front door, throw leftover Chinese New Year cookies at them. <laughs> like, hey, I'm trying to sleep lah later on Mahjong tournament. <laughs> Whenever we talk about mistaken identity stories, right, you mostly have people mistake you for someone else. Yeah. But has the reverse ever happened? Like, have you mistaken somebody for another person? Uh, okay, there's this story that my mom always tells. Uh, this is when I was very young uh, and they took me swimming. There was, oh. a, there was a swimming pool at the Air Force Base. So it was a fairly crowded place. And my parents were like, no, make sure you hold on to daddy, yeah. Huh? Because you don't want me to get lost, uh, right, in the crowd. Yeah. And uh, but there was one time I was being naughty. Apparently, I swam away a bit, but then I quickly came back and held on to my dad's hand. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but then after a while, I looked up and it wasn't my father. Oh. It was a huge Punjabi fella. <laughs> <laughs> Do you cry? Uh no, no. I mean, I was a bit shocked. That's why I was told. I was a bit shocked. <laughs> but then he was a nice guy. He took me back to my father. Then my father scolded me, and then I cried. <laughs> <laughs> This is uncle in my church who always gets names wrong, you know. Oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> he's this cute old uncle. Um, one day he was at our house and he thought my niece, who is half my age, he thought she was me, but oh. she was wearing a face mask, lah. To be fair, so ah, he kept okay. calling her uh, Wanita, Wanita. Then my sister came and said, "That's not Nita, lah. That's Riley." <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was a compliment, but I don't think it was for her. No, why your niece also never say anything, <laughs> right? Tell her the uncle. No, no, uncle. You see that one licking the curry off the plate. That one is Wanita. <laughs> Fly FM. So Argentinians accidentally celebrated their big football win outside this old lady's house, thinking she was Messi's grandma, but she wasn't. And it got us wondering if you've ever experienced a case of mistaken identities. My dad has an identical twin brother. So basically, my uncle looks 100% like my dad. So when I was younger, my dad told me that I would look at my uncle and cry because I want to be helped by my uncle, not my father. But the moment I'm in my uncle's arms, I look at my uncle and look back at my father 
and start crying again because I want to be helped by my father. But the moment I'm back with my father, I look at my uncle and the whole process repeats. So basically, I'm being passed back and forth like a ball, you know, like a big chubby ball because I kept on getting confused on which of them was actually my dad. That's actually quite a cute story, huh? Yeah. I was at a restaurant once and I was coming back from the toilet. This couple called me over because they thought I was the waiter. But before I could say anything, they started ordering their food. So after they were done, I said, good choice. She tell the waiter and then walked away. Wow, so sassy. This had kind of happened to me like, early in my career. Uh-huh. There was a movie shoot and then I was uh, just a small character. Like, I was waiting in the makeup room and then one of the main actresses walked in. She's very like very popular at the time, very beautiful. Should I name her? No, okay. No, okay. So, so <laughs> name she, her. No, no, no. So she came in and she sat down on the chair right? and she turned and looked at me and smiled. I was like, hey, what is this? <laughs> Like, why are you smiling at me? So I smiled back. Then she looked at me and then smiled again. And so I, I just back and forth. I just smiled back. Then eventually she was like, uh, "Okay, boleh, boleh, boleh start." She thought I was the makeup artist. <laughs> I'm like, "Eh, hey, just because I have perfect features, uh, means I'm makeup artist. Is yeah, it racist?" <laughs> Fly FM. It is time once again to get some advice from our friend Shetty, who hails all the way from India. She was the youngest person to ever graduate from Oxford University Tuition Center in Jaipur. <laughs> she also has an advice column on her blog. We asked you for your questions, so let's go through them with Shetty, so she can give you some advice. It's Shetty's advice column. Just take it from me, darling. Hello, Namaskar. Hi, Shetty. So, we have a question from a listener. It's from Anita. Anita Brake. She asks, So, my partner loves to give people advice, but the advice is always very confusing and he never gets to the point fast enough. What should I do? So, she wants to know how to deal with someone who loves to give confusing advice. Yes. No? Well, it's good that she came to me about this because when it comes to dealing with bad advice, I am your woman. Good. In fact, I remember going to the listening party of Wu-Tang Clan's secret album <gasps> and meeting Zendaya. You know, we hit it off quite well and she wanted some relationship advice. She was single and wanted to find someone but can't decide since she's so popular. So, I told her, Zendaya, darling, you should go incognito and try out some of the dating sites on the World Wide Web. Right. Meet someone anonymously. She went on the web and ended up dating a spider. <laughs> I think spiders are quite icky, but they are happy and that's all that matters. Okay. Of course, after that, she sent me a personalized hot air balloon <laughs> with a note on it that said, Thanks for your advice, Chetty. You are as wise as you are pretty. Which I thought was very nice and correct of her to say. In fact, this reminded me of the time I was at Travis Scott's vacation house for his dog's wedding. You know, I met Charlie Puth there and he recognized me right away. He said he needed my advice on how to collaborate with Jungkook from BTS since he's never worked with Koreans before. Mm-hmm. So I told him, Charlie baby, the first thing to know about working with Koreans is you must be sure which Korea they are from. Is it North or South? You know, directions matter a lot. Next thing I know, he made a song called Left and Right. <laughs> I think he took the advice a bit too literally, but it's still successful because I'm so amazing. It's all wonderful, uh, but what about this uh, this person who keeps giving confusing advice to people? My recommendation is to always remember a bird in the hand that flocks together is worth two in the bush with the birds of a feather. <sighs> What does that mean? Uh, it means 
Douglas, does my advice always confuse you? All the time. Really? So the stories I tell before the advice doesn't help? No, not it has never helped. It's never been anything to do with the problem. Oh my. I didn't realize I've been confusing people all this time. I feel so embarrassed. You know what? I think I need to take some time to reflect on this. Maybe I'll put up a poll on Twitter to see if I should continue giving out advice. You know, it's okay, Douglas. I'll see myself out. Huh? Hey, wait, 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 don't you want to meet Juanita bef- before you go? I, to be honest, I never really liked her. <laughs> she reminds me too much of myself, you know? Thank you, Sherry. Goodbye. It's Sherry's advice column. Just take it from me, darling. Fly FM. So, Henry Cavill has confirmed he will be leaving his role in Superman, mm. but will not be starring in the new Warhammer 40k series. As <laughs> what, the hammer? <laughs> So dramatic, you know. On Instagram, he said that he's turned to where the Superman cape has passed. But then a day after he shared that bit of news, we find out that he'll be developing and starring in the Warhammer 40k series, which is cool because it feels like he has the skills and experience to guide a Warhammer cinematic mm. universe into life. No, also he's a he's an avid gamer, so he knows right. this universe. But Henry Cavill has been in the news a lot recently because first he because he was leaving The Witcher. Remember, he, right. he said that yeah, he's yeah, yeah. be continuing. Then the whole Superman. You know, Palava, and now tiba tiba Warhammer pula. But, but just out of curiosity, now let's say if you were the casting director lah mm. for for the Superman show, who would you want as the new Superman? Okay, mm. give me give me context. What's the story going to be about? All Superman show same lah, right? There's a super villain, and uh, he has stolen the moon. What is this despicable me? <laughs> stolen the moon. I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he stole the moon. Now he wants to fling it. Uh, to the earth to destroy it so Superman needs to fly out there and punch the moon away okay that's your context Will Smith huh yeah, he'll fly out there and slap the moon <laughs> <laughs> okay okay I think uh, Idris Elba oh, because okay. he's tall dark and handsome and very strong yeah correct yeah. Um, Tom Holland I think has the jawline for it as Tom, well. Hol- Tom Holland cannot like he's Spider-Man already <sighs> how, how can you be Superman and Spider-Man at the same time that's like being a uh, Prime Minister and Finance Minister <laughs> <laughs> Only special people can do this. <laughs> yeah, very special. Fly FM. So we were talking about how Henry Cavill is going to be in Warhammer and not Superman, which is why we have our field correspondent Gung Ho at a local comic book convention in the mall to ask people about this. He's on the phone with us. Hello, Gung Ho, are you there? Hello, Fly FM studio. Uh, Gung Ho here. I am now at the local comics book convention but it's very boring because the venue is so small you know they just have one room only with a many button on the wall but the wall have a cushion which is very comfortable also Gangho, Gang Ho you're in the lift <sighs> please get out of the lift how long were you inside the elevator for? Oh, I don't know lah. I don't remember because the wall so comfortable. Huh? I took a nap also. <laughs> okay, now I think I am inside the mall already with the convention here because I see many cosplayers. There is one guy, uh, he wear a red hat and got a walkie-talkie uh, and a big shotgun. Maybe it's a Punisher. Cool. Can you ask him who he thinks the next Superman should be? Okay, hold on. Uh. Uh, excuse me. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, he, he don't know why he's shouting at me uh, Say I'm not allowed to be in this area, you know Gung Ho, go away, right? That is not a cosplayer That's the park guard uh. 
<laughs> my mistake. Never mind. I see another cosplayer. This one, I think she is a Jedi because got lightsaber uh, with the R two D two. And uh, does this R two D two have wheels with rubbish inside? Hey, go the hell, you know? Because that's the janitor. <laughs> so many mistakes I made today. What's going on? Uh? Hey, yo, Gang Ho, can you get to the comic book convention already? Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. So now I think I'm here because wow, got so many transformer here, and their costume is phenomenal. Good, good. Can you please ask one of them about Henry Cavill and uh, and Warhammer? Hello, Mr. Pumblebee. I am Gang Ho and I work for Fly FM as a field cross dependent. Can I ask you a question? Oh, is Gang Ho actually interviewing someone? Uh? He did it. Uh? He's finally doing his job. You got this, Gang Ho. Mr. Pumblebee, what do you think about Henry Cavill and the Warhammers? I don't understand. Uh, he talked in a foreign language. Gang Ho, that wasn't a transformer. That was an actual car. You're in the parking lot. Oh. Gang Ho, get out of there before the car owners come back, please. Alama, I think I'm lost uh, now. I really give up on this fella. La. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Got one bota British old man in a wheelchair. Ooh, you think he found Professor X? No, like, it's probably some random uncle and Gang Ho will be harassing him. <laughs> okay, I'm talking to this uh, uncle in a wheelchair. This guy said his name is Professor X. Oh my god. <laughs> he said he's been trying to find me for a long time already, you know, because he said I have a superpower. Uh, my mind uh, cannot be controlled because I don't have one war. So now he wants me to help him fight a magnet guy. So sorry, uh, Fly FM. Uh, the Professor X said I must leave now and join him in his superhero school. I think I will change my name to Garden Hole <laughs> so I can be Garden of the Galaxy. Okay, bye bye. Thank you for everything. How many franchises did he mix up there? I don't know. It looks like we're out of time anyway. We're going to miss you, Gang Ho. Take care. Fly FM. So, this Singaporean man... Singapore. Let's go. ...demanded that his neighbours stop shouting while watching the football finals. But then later he finds out that the neighbour actually died many years ago. Yeah. Change, change, change. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. So his neighbour, right, they posted a note on their door saying to our lovely neighbour, I hope we can see seek your cooperation to lower your voice in screaming when the match starts at 3 a.m. So polite. Yeah. Argentina won three goals against Croatia and you scream three times. <laughs> we need to work the following day. We seek for your understanding and thank you very much. Then at the bottom, right, they also wrote, P.S. Hope Argentina will win the finals. Very <laughs> <laughs> thoughtful also, this guy. Huh? Yeah. Hey, but that means uh, during the finals, he would have lost his mind, man. <laughs> Because there were six goals and then penalties some more and <laughs> then Argentina won. Can someone check if this man's head exploded already? But kasihan lah. Noisy neighbours are super stressful especially since the matches are at 11pm and then 3am, right? That's a whole night. Was it like this in uh, your apartment block? No, thankfully. Oh, okay. um, there are a lot of families I think in my building and because they have kids they probably right, can't right. make so much noise. They probably can only scream on the inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> During the tournament also not much noise at my housing area oh. because the, the mama restaurants are all a bit further away. Right. <laughs> However, right opposite my house is a padang where the kindergarten the tadikas will sometimes use for their sports day. Uh-huh. So I remember there was this one Saturday morning. Saturday, and you know how much we treasure our Saturday mornings, <laughs> right? Yeah, because every other morning we're up at 4 a.m. Exactly. So I'm <laughs> nicely sleeping. Suddenly at 8 a.m. There's oh one loud announcement. Like, okay, boys and girls, greenhouse here, greenhouse here, purple <laughs> house there. Purple, uh, yeah. And see, if it's a real sporting event, uh, also, uh, now my, I'll give Chan. Like, if they were going to unearth the next, I don't know, 100 meter sprint king or sprint queen or whatever. But this one was what? Lari bawa telo atas suru. <laughs> 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 you, 
<laughs> you wake me up for this nonsense. Uh, just take your egg, go to one corner and eat quietly. <laughs> la. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.